0: You are. And howdy y'all! I'm Leslie and I'm Laurie, and welcome to <laughs> Sumo Kaboom, <laughs> where we talk about all things sumo. That's right. And today we have a current event show yes. because so
1: darn much happened this past week in the sumo world. We just could not let it pass without talking about it. That's
0: right. There's a lot going on. My gosh, I know. Okay, well then let's just start with a news flash. Oh, I'm going to start with some really happy news. Sad for me personally, but very happy yeah. news. Um, my boyfriend, Takayasu, is now married and, and expecting a baby. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? It is. I mean, it is. It's a little sad for me, but it Why? is. Because he was my boyfriend. Well,
1: Hogwarts but... is still my boyfriend and he has three children, four children. <laughs> <laughs> He's still my boyfriend.
0: He'll be my boyfriend Maybe forever. Maybe like unavailable guys. I need to research <laughs> why I'm single still. Anyway. <laughs> He got married in June, and I think his wife is a singer of some type. Yeah. Anyway, they both are very musical, so it's very sweet. I was not at the wedding. I was not invited. To be honest, I was a little miffed about that, but I hope it was a lovely event. And I'm, in my mind, I imagine them singing a song to each other at the reception, oh, of maybe. of course. And you I'm sure know. they sent you an invitation. I, it I bet it just lost. got lost in the yeah. air mail. It probably did. Yeah. And, you know, I should be incensed because he cheated on me with this wonderful wife. He po- wife. Um, <laughs> cheated on your <laughs> (laughs) imaginary
1: relationship with his
0: wife (laughs) i am surprisingly over the moon for him he looks so happy yes he does and this new baby she's four months pregnant this baby is due in february so this sneaky chap got married and already is starting a family so that is the good news oh so the wrestlers have been let loose again What do you mean, let loose again? They have... Okay, so post-tournament, they have some new rules to live by, but they are no longer kind of under lock and key. But here's some of the 16 strict compliance rules that were sent down by the JSA this week, and if they don't comply, they will be banned from going out until the next tournament. Yeah. The rules are as follows. Wrestlers have to tell their stable master where they go and who they're going to be meeting with, and... They have to get permission to do so. They are also required to record their daily activities. I don't know if that's like... Record? Like in a journal? I guess. Wrestlers must follow the news and obey instructions from the central and local governments. Okay. Okay. Should there be another lockdown or something like that? When meeting someone, wrestlers must make sure the person does not show symptoms such as a high fever, coughing, or sneezing. Okay. I guess if they do, they're like, oh, I gotta go. Gotta go, guys. As far as dining out which is one of their favorite pastimes. The JSA has strict protocols for this practice as well. Wrestlers are not allowed to dine with a stranger. I mean, that's oh, major no blind dates. No blind dates. That's stranger danger. Okay. They are not even allowed to eat with wrestlers who belong to a different stable. Oh. When they go out, wearing a mask is a must, and attending an after dinner party is also a big no no. It's a no-no. So you no no. So no hostess come, bars. You cannot come back to my place. Um, anothono tokorode. Yep. Uh, I just said. Well done. <laughs> would you like to come back to my place no <laughs> or can i go to your place i can't remember at your place i believe <laughs> is what you <laughs> said <laughs> okay wrestlers now this is an interesting one wrestlers have to finish dining out within two hours so no long long no. long glorious long <laughs> <Eva Longorious> meals <laughs> what is long
1: glorious langorious is what i was going for oh
0: that's a big word yes, yes. I was thinking, like, you were going for luxurious. Or laborious. Or maybe. laborious. That's
1: probably what it was combined. But it came out like...
0: <laughs> langu- my is brain that does that a word? My
1: brain does that. It connects two words it inside real... my head and makes a whole new
0: one. Is langlorious really is a real yeah, word? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, good deal. You learn something (laughs) new every day. Okay. They're told to visit only restaurants that they have taken anti-infection measures, such as providing proper air ventilation and placing acrylic boards to keep customers from each other. So these are just rules to keep these guys safe, but allow them a little more freedom. Yes. Okay. Which is going to be hard because there's a lot of little tiny, tiny places, like in Tokyo. But uh, good luck, boys. Now, this list... Also includes, do not drink too much, apparently referring to the recent incident involving Stable Master Takenora, specifically for him, because takanora broke the protocol and went out at night, during the July tournament. And later, there's a picture of him like, being passed out and drunk at a restaurant. And it was posted on social media. So apparently, this little rule is more just like an extra little sass for him. For being him. Like, no more of that drunken behavior. Yeah,
1: if you didn't know that was a rule before, it is a rule. It's a rule. <laughs>
0: Okay, the JSA is also instructing wrestlers not to order a big poo-poo platter of food to pass around or to share drinks. Okay. That, I think that's yeah. just like a general, like, don't share drinks. Does it say thou shalt not poo-poo platter? Well, it didn't say anything about poo-poo platter, but I added the poo-poo <laughs> okay, platter. It. The kid in me loves to laugh at a poo-poo platter. The rules apply to wrestlers even after returning to their stables. They're not supposed to pass around food or share drinks or do any of these things okay. that they can't do outside. Inside, so yeah. so no poopoo platters inside the stables either. And they're always supposed to wash their hands, do a sanitizing routine, and shower immediately in order not yeah, to bring the, the... the hand washing dance that they've been showing
1: on NHK.
0: Yes, so they've got to take a shower and get all the corona off of them. Okay. As they return to the stable. So I think I read that whole list straight from a publication. So I will cite them in our notes because I just pretty much read those 16. They may have come directly from the JSA, but I'll give you the I'll give you the site. The basic
1: thing is it's a loosening of the rules a little bit to allow these guys to be able to go out. Yeah. Which is
0: kind of interesting considering the rest of the current news. Yes. Well, and listen to this last this last one and figure out who it's for. Okay. Last but not least, the commandments warn wrestlers do not go to clubs. Thou where shalt... hosts and hostesses entertain customers. Thou shalt not go to a hostess
1: club. Yes. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> Just a wild guess. That was for Abby.
0: Yes, that is for Abby. But we will we will save some of that for a little bit later okay. in the podcast. Why that rule is basically for him. Okay, but I've got to get into some really juicy gossip and very real gossip that hit the newsstands this week. All right, on August the 4th, a group of wrestlers out of the Shikihide Beya planned a daring escape by jumping out of a window at their stable. And it was all a plan to escape the harassment of the tyrannical coach's wife, the Okami. Now, I like to think it first started by hushed whispers over Chankonabe at lunch or something one day, and it took months of detailed planning to execute. Now, this plan would be put into motion during the, I I don't know, maybe like a a new moon, you know, not under the brightness of a full moon. No, Uh there would be no light, okay? But yes, under a moonless night with only a few stars guiding their way to freedom and away from the grasp of the Oyakata's evil, evil wife. Now, it was said they began their daring journey incognito in their shorts and t-shirts, not in their traditional yukatas, because they didn't have <laughs> yeah. the time. Okay, yeah. plus it would have it would have looked suspicious. Yes, they would surely be recognized in their yukatas. Yes. So they instead escaped in their shorts. They then probably ripped a bedsheet—I don't know—into pieces and tied it into very strong rope, just as they do for the yokozuna's belt. Yes, right. Then, when the coast was clear and the evil wife had gone to sleep, each 350-pound wrestler squeezed themselves through a second... Just a very tiny window on, I think, the second floor, but of, I'm not really sure. Eighth floor. It could have been. It could have been yes. the eighth floor. And lowered themselves down. Hand in, over hand. Into the dark of night using only hand signals. Yes. And light whistling. To yes. let the, An owl hoot. <laughs> yes, to let the next wrestler know when the coast was clear. I think it was very similar to when Andy Dufresne escaped and shot. Shank Redemption. I'm sure it was. It It was like through miles miles of sewers. Yes.
1: Miles and miles of (laughs) sewage tunnels. Yes. Yes.
0: That's That's how I imagine it. They then a gaggle of 350 pound men ran down the street and into a karaoke safe house. Yes. Now this karaoke establishment sheltered them as they quickly made a phone call to the Sumo Association and complained about the harassment and probably explained why they weren't in their yukatas in public but told them that they would be heading south from Ibaraki Prefecture and over the Chiba border and finally into Tokyo to meet with a JSA Compliance Committee in person. Ooh. Now, not all of the 19 wrestlers of the stable took the daring escape, but a brave group of nine did that night of August 4th. A fellowship of nine. They escaped to freedom and in their shorts and they made it to and the
1: sun rose <laughs> on a whole new day That's right. as they met with the compliance officer.
0: That's right. Okay, so basically, thank you for indulging me and letting me do that replay of events in I my love mind. It. But it's not all that far off from what really happened. I mean, it was said that the, the master, apparently, of this stable was ill or disposed with a medical issue. So in his absence, as often it does happen, his wife took over and tried to control the wrestlers every move. And... And just so you know, it's not like this woman comes out of nowhere. In stables, it's very common that the wife of the Oyakata would, you know, take care of the financial aspect of things, keep things organized. Like, she's very much a part of... Yeah, she's involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, apparently, since the master was ill, it was kind of left to her to take over the place and I saw a picture of her on Instagram and you imagine like this evil looking woman and she's like this petite like beautiful little thing yeah and I was like oh I didn't expect her to look so likable and adorable but apparently she's a nightmare of a dorm mother what was she doing some of her antics were very mommy dearest in tone if you if I don't see with the wire hangers and everything no not wire hangers but you remember Mommy Dearest when Faye Dunaway playing I don't know what. (laughs) I haven't seen Mommy
1: Dearest in like ages oh okay I mean I saw it when I was like 16 or something okay well I hardly remember it
0: oh it's a cult classic it's great yeah Christina Crawford wrote a book about her life growing up with John Crawford. And she said that she basically wrote about how horrible her mother was. But one of her birthday things was, that I remember from the movie, is that she had all these presents sent and her mother made her open them up and then choose one and then have to send the rest back. Oh, she could, evil. But then she also beat her with a wire hanger, which yeah. is not so uh, nice at all to no. joke about. But uh, she was a real... SOB. But anyway, so apparently woman at
1: the store. There were no there's Like no you cannot hangers. keep
0: your gifts. <laughs> well, she made them open their packages. Anything they had delivered, packages from their parents, grandparents, friends, they had to open, take pictures of, and then upload the contents of whatever that package was to this group line app. And they have to they have to
1: share with everyone what yeah, they got, as what they
0: got. Yeah. And so there's basically no privacy for the got wrestlers. It. And I don't know if she was waiting around for somebody to have contraband sent to the right. stable and she was going to catch him. Yeah. But it was you kind of like this. have another Game Boy. Right. I guess it was some way to intimidate them to not kind of go down the alley okay. of if they might have something sent to them that they're not supposed to have. But didn't it also have something to do with old rice? I did not hear that part. Okay. I heard that she would harass them if they didn't respond quickly enough in the line app. If they weren't immediately, like, on it, she would harass them or verbally kind of come down on them. They had to get permission to use an outlet to charge their phones. Yet they were kind of at the same time always requested to have their phones fully charged at all times. So it sounds like a real kind of crazy thing controlling person she also did these surprise inspections of their locker and they also had to write letters of apology if they didn't do well in the last tournament so putting all this together she seemed very overbearing at least from this side we don't know what her side of the story is right i don't know these guys plan an escape and a stop to a karaoke safe house that was all very true yeah okay and over the Chiba border. Like, we okay. have to get over the Chiba yeah, over border. over the border. Over the border. <laughs> so they did make it. The nine wrestlers got to tell kind of their side of the story, uh-huh. or at least they're in the process of telling their side of the story to the compliance committee. And their picture of her was that she was just kind of a nightmare. So not all of the 19 wrestlers were part of the escape, just the nine. So we'll find out in the coming months, like, what that was all about. Yes, we will. And the truth of all of it. But it must have been pretty bad for a bunch of big guys to jump out of a window.
1: Yeah, I heard it had something to do with serving old rancid rice to these kids, Oh, my God. Yeah, which was a health hazard, and they, you know, they were like, we can handle a lot, but... We'd like to eat some food that's good for us.
0: All right. This is our big news. Yeah, now
1: for the big... Well, it's all big news. Yeah. There's just been a lot that happened this week in the sumo news world. Yeah. All right. Our good friend, Abby.
0: He submitted his resignation papers also on August 4th. There was something in the air on August the 4th. Yeah. He said he went out two times before the tournament and two times during the tournament, which is a big no-no. He went to a club essentially... He was kind of like, I don't know what type of club it was. They were just, you know, people. But all the people on the boards were speculating it was indeed a hostess club. Basically, it's a club where women entertain. They're very beautiful and very well made up. And they just kind of entertain and talk to men and make them feel for that hour or two hours or however long they're there, like a million dollars. And the longer they're there, the more money they make buying drinks for them, buying drinks for other people. But you have clients that come and visit you all the time. So who knows, even though Abi was married, he may have had somebody there that is, I don't know, some other relationship that's just different than the one he has with his, with his wife. Maybe that's why he was there because he did go back a few times. So it makes me think he's got some sort of girl there that he enjoys talking to. So I just thought I'd, kind of clear that up because a lot of people hear hostess club and they're like, oh, he went to some sort of strip club. Yeah, he went to the chicken ranch. Yeah. You know, he did that. But his lies about the whole matter were very murky at best. And all the while, he said he was asleep during the initial meeting that the JSA had about the rules that the wrestlers had to live by and follow leading up to the tournament. He was shady about his whereabouts and shady about the reason why. And that did not make the JSA happy. Okay. So the JSA has a, like I mentioned before, for a behavioral committee called the Compliance Committee. Okay. And his resignation was not accepted by them. Yeah. And they said that he could stay in the sumo world competing, but there would be severe punishment. And the spokesman said about Abhi is that he was behaving in a frivolous fashion when so many association members were enduring a very cramped lifestyle. So they sent him some pretty brutal punishment and didn't allow him to retire what he will have to deal with is for five months he will lose 50 percent of his salary he will miss three tournaments plummeting him down about 50 places and probably down to the non-paying ranks okay he will have to move back into the stable with the other wrestlers which is probably not fun since he's just got a hot new wife at home His stable master's salary will also be decreased by 20% over the next six months for lack of supervision. The lower ranked Makushita wrestler who was, you know, in cahoots with him in this whole thing was also punished and he will miss two tournaments. And his stable master got a very stern warning, (laughs) whatever that means. So in a nutshell, this guy will be watched like a hawk by his stable master and isn't allowed to leave the stable unless his life is in danger. But I think about Abi though, in this whole situation that came down... I think most people, even though he's reckless and a rule breaker, they still love his sumo. And I think a lot of people felt like, oh, what a tragic ending to a really promising career. He's only like 26 or something. But I do think he now has the ability to tell another story out of sumo, a reckoning of his sumo soul and spirit. And hopefully he'll have more years of sumo ahead of him and a reason to fight back up to the top, which just might, I don't know, change his attitude. Or maybe not. Maybe.
1: (laughs) Okay. so when I heard this story this week, um, I just got very confused Because resignation in America works quite differently than this. In America, if you resign, your resignation is always accepted unless they want to pay you more to keep you on. Right? You want to resign for a job? If they say no, it's only because they're going to offer you more money or they're like, we really want you to stay. Can we give you 20%? Yeah. Yeah. I really want you to stay. I've never once heard anyone say my resignation was not accepted right. at work because Never. an american
0: would be like oh okay great well then i just won't show to work tomorrow <laughs> yeah
1: so i kind of felt like i needed someone who understood japan to really explain this to me and i want to give a big thank you to azumi solbrig who is kind of my japanese consultant for this because mm-hmm. i reached out to her and i was like can you explain this a little more to me because i think i'm missing something and thank you, Azumi, because she answered that Japanese people's sense of public responsibility is much stronger yeah, than it is in the United Japanese. Yeah, That's a good question. I think she's half Japanese and her husband is Japanese. She has Japanese background. Yes, absolutely. Yes, so absolutely. we didn't just she's ask American. anybody. Yeah, she is American, yeah. but her parents are Japanese. Yeah, she,
0: she comes, has a good she comes sense of the Japanese, the Japanese sensibility.
1: Yes. And I would say... Yeah, looking at the problems that we're having with coronavirus in the United States, yes, American sense of public responsibility might be quite a bit different. <laughs> we just it's maybe a bit more
0: individualistic. Yeah, we're
1: a bit more like we're going to think for ourselves, we're going to do what we want to do, okay? But in in Japan, people try to avoid being the cause of difficulty for others. And she said this is true both inside and outside of Sumo. She gave two great examples. She said, if an employee were to be caught stealing, the employee would be fired and their boss would likely take a pay cut or demotion in some circumstances, might even be expected to resign out of a sense of responsibility to everyone in the organization and the organization's stakeholders. It's about the team. Absolutely. She also said if a member of a popular idol group were to have an affair they might be expected to resign out of respect for their fans and due to the poor example they are setting which that's interesting I don't think that happens in America either <laughs> So in Abby's case, his public responsibility extended in many directions because everyone was working towards a common goal. Everyone, including Abby's Heia, the other Rikishi, the Sumo organization, the sponsors and fans were all working towards safety. And all of that was jeopardized. Mm-hmm and he violated the public responsibility this is what azumi is writing to me she also says also because Abi is a high ranking rikishi he's supposed to set a good example for other
0: rikishi and the public right but he violated right. that responsibility it's an honor to be in the position that well. he's in yes. and so therefore he must act with honor in everything yes. he does
1: so when Abi offered his resignation some people think that he offered it so that he could keep his title as Komosubi and be able to say that he had a successful career and go out on the top.
0: Well, he but, also knew he he had to
1: well resign. What I thought was interesting was Azumi pointed out to me that rather than accept his resignation, the JSA demoted him. Mm-hmm. So they're basically saying we're not going to accept your resignation. We are going to demote you. And we're going to cut your pay rather than allow you to go out on top, which seems,
0: wow, so much crueler than anything I had really thought about before. They'll be like, you can go out on the bottom when people have forgotten about you. I mean,
1: think, I'm trying to put this in American terms. Like, let's say some American football player, I don't know, has an affair, right? See that it doesn't even compare doesn't. because America just ignores that. Okay. So and, let's say well, there's a lot he of does, Yeah, he does something that puts people at risk, right? So it's as if the football league says, We're not gonna fire you. We're gonna make you play with the high schoolers and we're gonna right. cut your pay in half. Yeah. And maybe three maybe next year you could consider retiring. And when you think of Abby's case, Considering that they loosened the rules for going out right after they announced this, or maybe it was that same day, yeah. I mean, it was either right after it that they loosened the rules for Abby to receive this kind of punishment and for them to loosen the rules at almost the same time. Just seems like another ugh, like knife in the back <laughs> of Abby. Like, "Oh, you just did it too soon, so we're going to cut your pay in half." Right. And while well, everybody else goes sure. out.
0: Exactly. You have to stay at home. It just seems like way worse than I thought. Yeah, I don't I don't know about the punishment system in Japan, but I can say that they do have much less crime there. And I think that maybe when you are someone who does get punished and is deserving of it, maybe it's pretty darn severe. Well, and punishment is not new to the Sumo Association. So
1: I did, I looked at this historically just a little bit. Mm. And just by going on the internet, I could find as far back as the 1940s, there was a Yokozuna that was forced to resign after dropping out of a tournament claiming illness, but then being photographed at a baseball game. <laughs> so if you're a Yokozuna and you say you're injured, you best be injured and you best be healing or else you're going to be forced to retire. That was All in right. the 1940s. Well, it happened again. I It yeah. did happen again. So <laughs> let's go to more recent times. 2007. Asashoryu. And we've talked about him before uh, just a little bit. A Yokozuna who was a fantastic Yokozuna. He had won, gosh, in 2005, he won all six tournaments in a single year. And I believe he added a seventh the following year, too. Like, crazy good. On fire. Yeah. In 2007, a tabloid magazine reported that he had paid opponents about $10,000 per fight to allow him to win a tournament with a perfect score. Now, he denied these claims. Right. They went to court over this, and Asashorio denied these claims in court. Many wrestlers actually denied these claims in court. But there were also wrestlers who testified in court that it was true.
0: Well, there's that code of silence. And if they break yes. it, what are the repercussions? Because those guys go back to the stable. And are they punished for speaking the truth or
1: yeah, who? not keeping that code of silence? Who knows? In this Case, the publisher of the magazine and the freelance writer of the articles had to pay almost $500,000 in damages, believed to be the highest award ever against a magazine in Japanese history. But the seed was already planted in 2007 that he was kind of a bad dude. So Later that year, in 2007, Asasorio decided to skip the regional summer tour because of an injury to his left elbow and a stress fracture in his lower back. He told the JSA he was injured, but then a photograph (laughs) emerged of him playing in a soccer match for charity in Mongolia.
0: Where he's from, so there we see it again. (laughs) Same issue as
1: the 1940s, right? So they order him back to Japan, and they cut his salary by 30% for the next four months, And they say he's got to stay at the stable. He can't go anywhere. So he's severely restricted in his comings and goings. By 2010, a tabloid magazine claimed that Asashoryu punched his personal manager after getting drunk during a night out. He apologized. It just goes on and on and on. Once the police get involved, he decides he's going to retire after a meeting with the board of directors at the JSA. Is it that
0: once you're a rule breaker, you're kind of always a rule breaker? I think
1: once you're identified as a problem kid... Then, yeah, like maybe there's like a series of ways they can try to rein you in. But if they can't rein you in, they're going to ask for your retirement It's kind of what it seems like, because it's just kind of like all of these things right on top of each other. It's like as the binds were tightening around him, he just got more and more pissed off about them and started fighting back. A little bit. Anyway, he had all sorts of breaches of etiquette during tournament bouts that the JSA really didn't like, including accepting prize money with the wrong hand, raising his arms in victory oh, after clinching no, a championship, that. giving opponents an extra shove after a bout, appealing to judges to overturn a referee's decision. All of these things really made the JSA clamp tightly down on him. Oh, and he was the guy that grabbed the top knot. Of another wrestler oh, yes. During a fight. yes. I've seen that. Yes. He also got drunk in public. He also damaged stable property. He had a tendency to return to Mongolia without informing his stable master where he was going. He had a tendency to not wear the kimono out in public. Like, all of these things working together made him a bad boy of sumo and forced his retirement. Okay? Mm. Other wrestlers that have had to retire? Yamamoto Yama. Who was forced to retire along with 18 other wrestlers after alleged match
0: fixing? There's a lot of match fixing in the past. Well, of sumo. alleged
1: match fixing, well, yes. Th- but th- let's be, be honest retirement.
0: Like, like, when you when lose 18, your rank, when 18 of you 18, are
1: asked yeah. to retire, there might be a problem. Yeah,
0: there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we might have a slight issue. <laughs> I think it was commonplace for people to be able to keep their rank and if they were higher up, they, I mean, it's obviously gone on for a very long time. So let's go a little bit more recently. 2017, Yokozuna
1: Haramafuji, we've also discussed him uh, he was asked to retire after um, allegedly assaulting a junior wrestler with his palms, maybe his fist maybe a karaoke remote control device, maybe an ice pick maybe an, <laughs> an ashtray ice pick. Oh, maybe a God. microphone yeah, the maybes kind of go on and on but what can't you just nightmare. see them, like they're out drinking and Hakaho and Harumafuji and the younger wrestlers are all there having a grand old time and then somebody's like, not another Phil Collins song. Do not sing another Phil Collins oh, song. I love and it Phil Collins. just blows up.
0: I do too. I would have gotten beat up because <laughs> I would be singing Phil Collins all night.
1: <laughs> Actually, what he said is, I was just trying to teach Takanoiwa
0: manners and
1: etiquette. Hmm, and that's somehow, an interesting way to teach someone is through yeah, physical abuse. Somehow it turned into physical assault. He was asked to retire. The victim of that said... Assault was also asked to resign later after he assaulted another junior wrestler. It's a vicious cycle. It is. Takanohana, as a stable master, had to retire after submitting a supposedly misleading report to the JSA yeah. about that incident. Because he didn't report it. Something. No, he reported it. But late. But... It was late. And he says he's very truthful about what he said. He says he denies that he did anything wrong still to this day. But they basically said, great, either tell the public you lied about this report or retire. And he chose to retire.
0: Interesting. Yeah. It has happened
1: in the past. It has happened recently. It's something that's not going away. And I think it's really interesting to look at through the lens of Americans and how we resign for something and the Japanese culture and what resignation
0: means. I think it was really interesting, and I won't go on and on about this, but for a Sport that is 2,000 years old, and it's held as traditions for a really long time. Yeah. The whole world has been a much more brutal place. I mean, it's still a brutal place now, um, but corporal punishment and and the way we would guillotine people or the, the way we would burn people at the stake or drawn and quartered or tar and feather like, there have been some pretty brutal... <laughs> ways to punish people or or kill people, right? Thank goodness they're not beheading people in the sumo world.
1: That they're would be not, bad. They're not. <laughs>
0: but remember when we were talking about seppuku and the, yes. the gyoji and his wrong call? He's like, I'm yes. going to disavow myself going now. Going to kill myself. It's the, the sport's so old, and it yeah. has hold on, held on to the traditions, but some of that tradition, sadly, has been violence that has come through it. And it's not a surprise, because the whole world, its entire history, has been a pretty brutal, violent place. Yeah, but it's getting better. It's getting Better, and all of this is to say I'm a Pollyanna. Uh, Yes, I am. But it is getting better now. Hear me out on this, okay? Okay. So all of this is to say, okay, the violence is absolutely not acceptable. Okay, And, and the sumo world has at least made a PR effort to make sure that moving forward these violent traditions stay behind them. Okay. Now we don't know if they really do or not. There's a silence amongst the wrestlers about what goes on. But you can see videos from not many, many years ago, you know, just how they train and kick each other. And you're like, ah, from somebody who's not used to any sort of violence, it looks violent, okay? It's still within the sport. But the recent incidents, like of the nine wrestlers that escaped due to an overbearing... Oh, I love it. You're bringing it back
1: home. Yes. You're bringing it back home, bringing it full circle.
0: The violence is still there. But if these wrestlers were that upset to escape through a window because I'm an overbearing Okami. And, because they had to be public about their gifts
1: and yes, what they were getting in the mail yes. or maybe bad rice.
0: Yes, but in a way, maybe that means that some of that violence... I mean, they surely would have escaped through a window if they were all being brutally beaten, right? We hope so. We hope so. That if this is what made them escape, that says to me that maybe that stable does not have the history of violence anymore. There's
1: strength in numbers. There's, like, they turned to each other and they said, this is not... Okay. Right. And if nine of us go together...
0: Yes. ...across the border to a to karaoke Chiba.
1: house first... ...and <laughs> so then across the border... With a real
0: Underground Railroad type of deal. People will listen. People will listen. I'm I kind will of... be able to charge my phone whenever I yeah, want to I'm charge kind of, my phone.
1: I'm kind of making fun, but there is I know, a I know. I don't mean mess. to make
0: fun of them because they, it was obviously something very serious. Yes. And it was a verbal abuse, and that's just as severe. It shows me in a weird way that if that is the biggest thing that's happening, that maybe there has been progress. and yeah, there's something been improvement. I, I sometimes have a hard time telling people who do know some of the brutality and, and violence of sumo in the past. They're like, how can you be on board with this sport? I'm like, it's awesome, but it's changing. And that, in a weird way, is good. Now, that may not be... All of the stables, because I I certainly believe that not everybody's changed course, but maybe some of them have. And if these wrestlers have the ability to go and talk to the compliance committee and tell them about their grievances, that's a really good thing. And the fact that they did it and the fact that they didn't just keep it all under this code of silence and just suffer through it. They were like, no, this is not right.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you do not own us as American women. Right now, 2020, we're all for people being more assertive. Yeah, and 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 people being held accountable when they're really crappy to other people. Absolutely. And stopping that in its tracks. There's much better ways to train train manners and etiquette. Yes, and
0: train somebody to be a (laughs) really incredible
1: sumo wrestler without the violence. And... Health and safety. If you want your wrestlers to follow the rules of health, safety, and etiquette in your tournament, then absolutely hold them accountable. Don't let them retire. Cut their pay in half. <laughs> send them down to the lower
0: ranks so that you're really pissing them off in the meantime. That's right. <laughs> this is kind of a backwards way to end this podcast. But you know what? I want to bring it back to... Poc- yeah, my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, I should say. And I'd like to hear from some of our listeners who who think they know me well enough to help me pick my new boyfriend.
1: Even if you don't know her well enough, I want to <laughs> know which one of these sumo wrestlers should be Leslie's new boyfriend.
0: Yeah, I mean, we do want to make sure they are single right now, or maybe just no. not married yet. Okay, huh, should they right? be Harry? Well, they could be, yeah. Should but, I mean, they be? Asano is—he's on the market. Well, yes. And is Okanomi? I think you, he's married. Tell me the things you really
1: loved about your previous boyfriend, Takuya. Oh, I like his... that. Will help. Like, must he be musical?
0: I well, that's also why I like Tamawashi is because he's creative. Can he be bald? Well. The... Of course, but there aren't, that, <laughs> there aren't any balds. Oh, there are some balding ones. There are some ones. that seating yes. receding hairline. Is lives. it okay if he slaps himself so silly before every match? Okay. I like somebody for who they are, not for what they physically look like or if they're tall enough. I hate that. I've okay. been on the dating website. Can he be wrestling at any level?
1: Absolutely. Okay, so there we go, people. She is just looking for a wonderful... musical guy, creative guy, let's say that, could be wrestling at any level in sumo. Please help her find her new boyfriend. Yeah, let's make sure he's like
0: legal though. I don't, there's a lot of young guys. Like over 28. I think over 21. Over Over
1: 21 is the only thing he needs to be. Yeah. So, send your ideas to sumo kaboom at gmail.com we will look at your responses we'll share them on air and uh, help Leslie pick a new boyfriend I look forward to my new
0: relationship
1: there you go alright well that is all <laughs> uh, thanks for
0: listening to our style of sumo here at Sumo, sumo kaboom. kaboom we always love to hear from you so reach out social media we love 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 when you comment like and share us if you have any questions feel free to ask so until later I'm Laurie. And I'm Leslie. See y'all. Sayonara.